Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. We have a very supercharged show, a very inspirational show today about how to reverse ALS, which is also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And so this is a, a muscle wasting disease that, uh, you know, there's an issue with the, the, uh, the, the neurons and getting the messages to the muscles to function. And so people have wasting and deterioration of their muscles and eventually get complete loss of movement and then eventually death. And so it's usually termed as a, a terminal illness. You know, physicians say, there's nothing you can do. This is a terminal illness. You have to go home to die. Just make yourself as comfortable and possible as possible. And so, and that's what many of the therapies are designed to do is just to make someone comfortable. And there's hope. There is always hope. And so the things we're going to talk about in the show today are different therapies that you can do to reverse ALS, which also pertain to dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, MS as well. All these different neurological degenerative diseases can be addressed using many of these protocols that we're going to talk about today um, on the show. So really, really good show today. So our guests today are Patricia Tamkowski and also Scott Douglas, and they are a dynamic duo that is really dedicated to helping the ALS community and helping people dramatically improve their lives and reverse ALS. They have so many stories on the show today. And um, so, so Something I also wanted to mention is on the show, they talk about how emotional detox is really key and reversing emotional trauma is key to reversing ALS and these other neurodegenerative diseases like dementia. And so in, in my work, I've been very much interested and very focused on healing emotional trauma and uncovering these negative stuck emotions that people have that are causing physical health issues. And this is very firmly based in the conventional medical research that the emotional traumas that we suffer at the hands of our primary caregivers or our parents dramatically increase the prevalence of disease, of drug addiction, of suicide rates, physical health issues, obesity, smoking. I mean, you name it. The research is clear. And so it's something that you really need to think about working on and addressing your emotional trauma if you want to feel your best, but not only free of illness, but on a regular basis, feeling joy, peace, and love and loving yourself. And that's really, for me, the goal of my program called the Emotional Detox Program is helping you identify and release emotional trauma. I have a free masterclass on that you can check out at emo-detox.com, E-M-O-D-E-T-O-X.com. Check it out. Our guest today, Patricia Tamkowski, is a principal researcher for Healing ALS, and she has interviewed over 30 ALS reversals and dozens of integrative and conventional medical practitioners. She's a producer for the upcoming documentary series, Healing ALS, and she's also the co-author of Healing ALS, which is her upcoming book, and she founded Healing ALS and Healing Advocates along with her partner, Scott Douglas. And Patricia has also interviewed MS, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's reversals as well. And she is committed to educating the public about the true cause of disease and how to reverse it. Patricia is a co-host of Healing ALS Sunday Community Meetings, and she's a former software engineer and information technology project manager. And she also created the Healing ALS Registry along with dedicated members of the Healing ALS 
volunteer team. And her partner, Scott Douglas, has worked closely with the Healing ALS community over the last 10 years. And he also hosts the, the Sunday community healingals.org meetings. And Scott is also one of the directors of the ALS Wellness Center in Columbia, South America. And uh, you can visit that at ALSWellnessCenter.org. He is also the creator of the Healing Advocates YouTube channel with over 70 videos and 4,500 subscribers. Uh, Scott's work includes being the director of Healing ALS, the documentary series. Uh, He's an Emmy Award nominee with 30 years experience at NBC, CBS, and ABC as a journalist and photographer. And his work has appeared on PBS, Today's Show, 48 Hours, NBC Nightly News, uh, involving interviews with the Dalai Lama, uh, Desmond Tutu, Bill Clinton, and Mikhail Gorbachev. And as a videographer and director of over 30 interviews with those who have successfully reversed ALS, his experience with investigative journalism on health in Seattle, Washington at uh, NBC affiliate King TV brings a wealth of information for our healing ALS community. You can learn more about their work at healingalsconference.org and also healingals.org. Patricia and Scott, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. We're very excited to talk to you. Yeah. So you're experts in ALS. So uh, how did you get interested in ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease? Well, basically it started with Alzheimer's. Tisha's mother was experiencing some Alzheimer's dementia and she was actually diagnosed with dementia. And so we wanted to know if there was something that we can do. Yeah. So it started that way. My mom and my grandmother uh, both passed away from Alzheimer's dementia. And I had actually started to have symptoms even in my, as early as my forties recognizable that I could feel. So we were just saying, okay, how can we help mom? Let's find some, I knew B vitamins, omega threes. Let's just give her some vitamins that might slow it down. And then we found all these people that had reversed Alzheimer's dementia and then also reversed ALS. So we were guided. I'm going to give you the very short version. Yeah, we were guided to do ALS. So we started it. out with doing both Alzheimer's and ALS. And then mm-hmm. Scott, give us your background because. Well, I said, we have to investigate this. I've got 30 years experience in investigative journalism. And a lot of that investigative journalism was on health. And so I said, we have to make sure that these folks are real. Cause we found out the name and kept reading this book. And it was a book that kept hitting us. It was called Eric is winning. And so we ran into Eric Edney, and uh, basically we said, we have to go interview them. So Eric and Glenna, um, we both went to their home, saw what he was doing, saw the different uh, modalities that he was doing. This is a multifactorial disease. Many people end up with ALS various different ways, and many people actually reverse their symptoms in various different ways. Okay, great. And like, what is ALS exactly? So it's Lou Gehrig's disease, but what is it? And what are some of the early symptoms that people might want to look for? Okay. I'm going to ask that question, answer that question in one minute. I just want to go back to Eric for a second. He was diagnosed at 59. Oh, wow. And he lived to be 85 and he Mm -hmm. died of a stroke and a heart attack. Yes. Mm -hmm. So just to let you know, and he was able to reverse it partially. He wasn't, didn't reverse it fully, but he said, you know, if I had started this right at the beginning, I would have been able to reverse it fully. And we believe because we've had people. So before I get in there, um, we've had people go from not being able to move. So Mark Manchester is one of the people and he, he did a podcast with us and he said, how to have fun when you can't move, eat, breathe, or speak. Right. So wow. he was fully dependent on a, he had a tracheostomy 
He was fully dependent on the mechanical ventilator for breathing. He was fully dependent. uh, He couldn't move. He couldn't even move two fingers to drive his own electric wheelchair. He couldn't speak and he couldn't eat. He had a feeding tube. It's just so hard to imagine having this affliction, this disease and having to live life that way and being trapped alive in your own mind where you can't do anything. And yet, yes, because it's a progressive, it's, it's a neuromuscular disease. Go ahead. You can talk about the disease and answer the question. Well, it is a myotropic lateral sclerosis. So you're you're becoming atrophied with your muscles as you uh, continue in life. I mean, you're, you're trying to thrive, but yet you're actually deteriorating. And there's a lot of weight loss involved. Um, there's fasciculations and cramping, and it, it's it's a tough disease. It's one of the toughest diseases known to mankind. So it's a motor neuron disease. So what's it affects is the signaling to the muscles. So if you look at the motor neuron, uh, motor neuron cortex or whatever it's called in the brain, those are no longer signaling to the muscles. So it's not there's anything wrong with your muscles. Right. It's that if you're not getting signaling, what happens to the muscles? They just shrink into nothingness. Mm-hmm. So, but there was never anything wrong with the muscles. So once you fix the motor neurons, yes, right, you get to what's then the muscles will come back. It's amazing. It's really and uh, Duke University has done these um, has studied reversals. Now they don't know how to reverse. ALS, just to be really clear, Duke and Dr. Bedlock have no clue. <laughs> they are studying it and they're trying right. to find out, but they have, but they are measuring the reversals. So what happened is that first people used to tell us, oh, they were misdiagnosed. Yes. These people never had ALS oh. or they never could have reversed. And now I have to acknowledge the courage of, he's an MD, PhD, the director of Doctor. Duke University ALS mm-hmm. Clinic. And he had the courage to say, wait a minute, guys, mm-hmm. to his colleagues. These guys had motor neuron disease. Look at their records. Yeah. You go look at their records. And if somebody says these people were misdiagnosed, I dare you yes. to go contact Dr. Bedlock at Duke University and say, show me the records. Mm-hmm. Because if you haven't bothered to look at the records, you cannot say that they never had motor neuron disease and they never had ALS. So the reality is these people had all the ALS symptoms. Mark Manchester was like that for three years. He was doing traditional medicine, assuming just trying clinical trials and doing what people told him to do. He never knew that you could reverse. So he was going to the ALS clinic every three months. That's what they told him to do. Try on getting a couple of trials. He tried a couple of trials with no results. And he was just going downhill until he met Lisa. And Lisa and he ended up getting married, (laughs) but he met Lisa and Lisa said, wait a minute, you've got to do holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. Look at your diet. Exactly. Look at your deficient in magnesium. You're deficient in you need to be taking antioxidants. They went to a naturopath. And correcting the nutritional deficiencies is one of the key elements and correcting gut function to get it corrected and making sure that you have your open detox pathways makes Mm -hmm. all the difference. Yes. And you've got to be able to absorb the nutrients. So if you're mm-hmm. not absorbing nutrients, if your gut is messed up, how can you absorb the nutrients that are going to help you heal? And how are you going to improve cellular function so those cells can take in the nutrients mm-hmm. and detoxify? Yes. So the reality is uh, the holistic medicine, functional medicine, integrative medicine, whatever you want to call it, is really the key to reversing any neurodegenerative. We have science. 
We have Alzheimer's reversals, MS reversals, yes. Parkinson's reversals, and ALS reversals, and, and and autism reversals. Duke oh, University wow. quite a bit that we let them know, and um, it's amazing how we can now document them through peer-reviewed journals. And so um, it's it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a game changer. And coming to this conference, you're going to be able to talk with and see. I mean, I, I invite all the skeptics because in our 219 conference that we put on, I invited skeptics and the skeptics came and they were actually hugging me after the end of this when they actually admitted that they came to be a skeptic. Oh, wow. They had no, no idea. Those were like doctors fine. or researchers. Uh, all of the above. And we had different pals. folks from different different yeah. pals. And we had folks that were from different countries, um, medical physicians that came in from Australia, Africa. I think it was 17 different countries. That we up. had about 10 on per. Uh, uh, we had uh, 10 um, countries physically there mm -hmm. and then we had about 25 yeah, online we're watching yeah. that we're live streaming the conference so we would encourage people if there's any way to get there um it's uh you arrive the evening of the september 28th and then the mm -hmm. conference is the 29th 30th and 31st and the medical professionals are staying an extra day because they uh we're doing an als therapeutic think tank because a yes, lot of these physicians the have Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, MND reversals. So if you've, they've got reversals, they're sharing with each other. How did mm -hmm. you do your reversal? But the idea is to increase that reversal rate from about 10% to uh, 50% and then to 90%. And understand right now we have maybe a five to 10% reversal rate. We have a five, maybe five another maybe 10 to 15% that have totally stopped it. Yes. And another 70% that are slowing it down. So okay. there's about 10% right now. They just haven't found the cause it's yet. It's not like, it's not like they can't reverse it. It's just that there are so many causes that they haven't been able to reverse it yet. And yeah, so many yes. ways people have been able to not only stop the progression of this disease, but turn it around and start gaining in functionality. And it's amazing the different stories and how they've done it. And some have done it without physicians. Yes, yes. They've read, yeah, and they've they've read, read online, online on their own. They I studied. Just, I just heard about one, another one an hour ago that's living, I think he's living in California. Uh, he's jog, He just jogged a mile. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. now, this is the guy diagnosed with ALS with drop foot that there's no way he can mm -hmm. jog with a drop foot. And he is now jogging a mile. I mean, you can't wow. beat that. Wow. Wow. It's and incredible. so you can learn more about your conference at healingalsconference.org. That's where you go Absolutely. to check it out. I see you have my friend, Dr. Lee Cowden is speaking. He is brilliant. Yes. Uh, is you so have brilliant. Jerry Tennant. Yeah. Uh, you have some amazing speakers. And Jerry Tennant, conference. by the way, is doing, um, she, he's doing a training for both patients, family members, and medical professionals on Thursday evening. So that's like a little bonus session. He's doing a two-hour training. A now, normally training. you have to pay for that training. Right. And he's and doing, he's it, for doing free it for free for the conference attendees. So he's speaking during the day at the conference. But for those who can come, not only is he going to be there and, and training, all these other medical professionals are going to be there talking in the hallways. That's why you come in person if you possibly can fly there just oh, or, yes. or drive there just come in person because we have a diagnostic machine. For example, Dr. Cowden had an ALS patient back in the nineties. Oh yes. 
And he room. said that um, he said there was, it just couldn't figure out why he hadn't reversed yet because they'd done this, they'd done that, they'd done that. Well, then there's a machine that this is going to be at the conference. It's a diagnostic machine and they're giving a special of 299 mm-hmm. for pals. Oh, the thermometer. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. so he's going to, it takes her about half an hour to scan the person at the conference and about a half an hour to interpret the results. Mm-hmm. And he used this particular diagnostic tool in order to, uh, and he found a low, it detects infections anywhere in the body that are sub, subclinical that don't show up in that, the blood that test. Don't show up oh, in I know I've got an infection, but you don't because it's subclinical. And also, even if it shows up in the blood work, you don't know where it is. They found it specifically in the jaw. Mm-hmm. He was able, this patient was able to go back to a biological dentist, get it this cleaned out, out, the infection cleaned out. And then that was the last thing he needed before he healed. He, he lived, reversing he, he reversed it, lived another 20 years and oh, died. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, this is, there's always a cause to your neurodegenerative disease. Our bodies can be full of hidden cove infections all over somewhere that we can't get to. It's like, doc, I'm still not feeling well. Oh, your numbers are just fine. But no, these machines here go beyond the normal testing. Yeah, well, there's so much amazing technology out there. Oh, to yeah. So much. And we talk on this show about bioenergetic software. I We talk about Rife devices that are amazing for infections. There's so much amazing technology out there at our fingertips to address this that you're just yeah, not we, getting we have, in a conventional setting. We have like Ooh, seven different frequency machines, machines there. That I mean, that the conference so that people can try them out. It's so confusing. Which one do I use? When do I use it? Is this machine doing the same thing as this other machine or is it complementary? And people will actually, if they come to the conference, they will be able to actually see and try out all of these machines mm. and understand what they do. Some of them are frequency machines that are directed at pathogens, particular pathogens. Others are frequency machines to, to actually improve cellular metabolism. They go directly at, at healing the AT, creating ATP in the cells, healing the cellular membrane, that kind of thing. So it's- I don't know anywhere else in the world you will have this many ALS reversal pals telling their story, how they did it. You can talk with them. These are real people just like you and I. And I don't know anywhere else where you will have a gathering of this many physicians who have helped their patients and this many ALS patients who have recovered. Yeah, and that's why I like doing shows like this because I personally believe that every health issue has some methodology of reversing it. It's just that when you're talking to a doctor and they said, oh, there's no cure, there's nothing that you can do. You're just talking about his limited skill set and his limited education. There are, there's amazing things that can be done. You just have to keep searching for answers. Yes. And most are not looking for root cause either. Yeah. And but so a lot amazing. of functional doctors are coming to the conference because right. they, this is the problem. If you're a doctor, you have an ALS patient walk in your office, maybe once every 10 years. Right. So how much experience do you have with ALS? And, but I want to let people know that everything that they learn at this conference is equally applicable, applicable to MS, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. autism. So that's really important that they understand that, but also t- 
our, our experience with ALS is that it tends to be more complex. So you probably have um, you probably have a messed up gut function, which a lot of people do, but they probably have four or five viruses. Mm -hmm. They probably got a low level infection. They probably have mold. They probably have Lyme. They probably have heavy metals. Put them over the edge. So it's more than your average bear. Mm -hmm. And so if you can figure out how to resolve ALS, the other diseases are actually easier. So it's it's really the last challenge. That's why Dr. Cowden got interested. He says, you know what? If we can solve ALS, we can solve everything else. Yes, yeah. and McFinn was down to two fingers. Oh, yeah. McFinn only. is coming to the conference. Two He's, fingers only. He was down to two fingers of movement. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about optimal. So one of the things that he oh, did. Yes. So he goes to his regular doctor. This is, this is and he said, I really Lazarus. think I was I was lead poisoned. And I, I, because I was, I, we were living near, I, I know I was lead poisoned and I know that I was possibly mercury poisoned. And, um, and he knew that there was a source because it was a factory and he lived in St. Louis. And when he was growing up, it was full of toxins. So he knew that. And he said, I, I want you to check my B12. So he gets back from his regular oh, physician yes. and he says, well, your B12 is normal right. and you, we're not showing any problem with yeah, your lead. And I'm like, so that was like the end. And then his friend said, you need to go to a functional doctor. Forget about going. And so he went to a naturopath Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you need to go to this doctor. And the doctor, again, the difference between going to a regular MD. Looked at the same numbers. The same exact numbers, brought his test results and said, well, wait a minute, you're led. We just did a heavy metal test on you. You let the maximum you should have is five. You should really have like three or less. And you have 49. Right. It's your lead level. So you do have lead poisoning and he checked your blood. Of course, the blood is only going to show recent recent exposure. (laughs) And so, um, you you when they when he did actually a, a, a challenge test and said wait a minute this lead is off the charts and so that was one thing and then it turned out that again McFinn's intuition who was telling him let him be twelve he gets his B twelve tested well you have two hundred and eleven we say yeah because <laughs> physicians are saying the normal range is two hundred to eleven hundred. Uh, but if you want to heal from a neurodegenerative disease, you need, you need to be optimal. in the seven or 800 range. You need to be optimal B12, not low B12, not low normal. That's not mm-hmm. going to get any healing done. And so ever since then, McFinn has been taking B12 shots. And to this day, he still takes his B12 shot once a week the because he's also vegan as well. So that that will that will influence his B12. So he's not getting enough B12 because he's vegan. But the reality is McFinn is climbing mountains now. Yes, exactly. wow. he was down to wow. two fingers of movement. And this was just a piece of his journey. He did more things. But that's just as an example of a difference between going to mm-hmm. traditional MD and looking at quote unquote normal versus optimal and then knowing how to test for toxins. We want the neurologist to come to the conference. We want the Let's skeptical neurologist to, to come. come and learn this stuff, mm-hmm. learn that no, a Vital. 211 B12 is not enough to heal a neurodegenerative disease and that you need to learn other ways of testing for heavy metals because the standard blood test is not going to pick it up. Yeah. yeah can say, we talk more about that? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to say 60% mental and probably 40% with all the physical and supplements let's finish and, the... and all of that. And one thing about McFinn, the body loves complacency. If you're in a wheelchair and your body's used to being in that wheelchair, your body says, okay, fine. This is where you want to be. This is where I'm going to make you comfortable. Mm-hmm. But if you start optimizing things, optimizing your nutrition, start getting out of the wheelchair, trying to move. McFinn had to lay on the floor 
when he didn't have any movement and his therapist said, start squirming like a worm. Tell your body <laughs> you want to move. Tell yes. your body. And it's these things that, that, that that's going to reverse. You, you can be complacent and be where you are and you can live a life lifelong. If you had all the nutrition you need, you had all the air, the ventilators, the traits you need, you can live a lifelong um, disease with ALS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But to optimize, to reverse, you have to make sure that you are working strides and do visualization. Visualize yourself riding that bicycle. Visualize yourself yes. walking down the aisle with your loved one. Visualize. Yeah, that's so powerful because you know what you believe is what's going to happen. So if you believe you're never yes. going to get better, you're correct. If you believe that one day you're going to be walking again and get better, you're also potentially correct, depending on maybe how much, you know, physical permanent damage you have. But um, let's talk more about the uh, the heavy metals and, and how it, heavy metals that you found impact the, the brain, the, the nervous system and neurological diseases. A lot of those heavy metals are mercury amalgam fillings. Yeah. 50% mercury that's slowly leaching and actually mercury in the vicinity of a neuron actually brings back the neurofibrillary tangles that you actually find in disease. It will just destroy the neuron. Yeah. So we have actually two dentists coming. And that's why it's so important that dental work, we don't, people don't realize that dental work is so important. Very important. And you cannot get them removed by a regular dentist. And in general, you don't remo remove them all at once. So it's just, you've got to- um, Mercury safe dentist. It's, yeah. So the mercury destroys the gut mm -hmm. and lead does, it destroys the gut. It allows parasites- it allows um it stops it nutrient absorption, which is huge. And of course that messes up the liver. I mean, there's just so it really and, and the thing is with the fillings, what happens is if you go to this, there's a video called smoking teeth on YouTube. You want to look at that video and you'll see a 25-year-old metal filling. Any every single silver filling in your mouth is 50% mercury. So, and you'll see the smoke. You drink hot coffee and it's methyl mercury and it crosses the blood brain barrier so you've got heavy metals inside your brain mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important uh to detox it often and how you detox it. yeah and often we'll get it out of your body but you still have to get it out of your brain and there are a lot of different methodologies to do that more complicated yes. than it ex to explain here but just so that people know that there is absolutely a way to get it out of the brain yeah, I mean, they say that a lot of body. they say that a lot of MS patients are actually mercury poisonings that are misdiagnosed um, because the the that's mercury toxicity. Absolutely. You know, so I have a friend her name is Sally, and she was diagnosed with MS in two thousand seven, mm -hmm. and she got her fillings out, and that helped. But she still had dementia. She still had um, she still had oh, MS, yeah, right. and then sucks. she went on the Walls diet. Walls Protocol by Terry Walls, W-A-H-L-S. And actually that brought her, that got rid of her dementia and brought her about 85% better. Yes. And then she, about three or four years ago, she switched over to the medical medium protocol. So she kind of combined the best of the walls and the best of medical medium. And she is now 98% better and skiing down black diamonds again. Mm, oh, Wow. Wow. So I love funny. to hear stories like that because it's, it's amazing. Like the, the power of intention, the power of getting this information. We've had uh, Dr. Terry Walls on the show before, and she's so inspirational and amazing. It's, it's so important to use these protocols used by people that have reversed their illnesses. 
Every story that we have been talking about, you can go to healingals.org and click on Sunday recordings and you can get them explaining their story themselves. And we we have a whole list and group oh, of yeah. probably about 60 videos <laughs> right. of uh, past folks. And, yeah, Pe- people, uh, techniques. And, uh, we have all the different, it's kind of a combination of people who are both sharing their stories, medical, medical professionals, professionals. Uh, sharing reversal stories, and also uh, techniques like um, all that, like uh, Dr. Cowden, we had him on for two Sundays in a row. Yes. And he just said, That's if great. I had ALS, these are the things that I would do. Mm-hmm. And people were just like taking notes like crazy. And then they're listening to the recordings two or three times because there was so much information and it's free. So you can click on Sunday recording and go for free. But right now, if you want to get six months worth of knowledge on how to reverse neurodegenerative disease, I think you're going to get six months of knowledge in three or four days. Oh, on on Sunday, by the way, nobody wanted to go home last conference. Our last conference was was in 2019. (laughs) Nobody wanted to go home. So we organized for, well, the medical professionals are doing their think tank. Mm -hmm. Um, We arranged for the the people with ALS and their families to go up to Snowbird. It's it's a quick, it's a 20 minute drive on the freeway and 20 minute, a gorgeous ride up the mountain, all wheelchair accessible. And they can actually take the tram up to Snowbird. The Oktoberfest is going on and they have a view from 11,000 feet of the whole valley. Yes. And it is gorgeous. So th- that way they can socialize and keep sharing information on Sunday. And some of them are flying home late Sunday night and some of them are waiting all the wheelchair next morning. accessible. Yeah, everything's wheelchair accessible for uh, Monday morning. So it's just, it's a way that we can get the people um, up the mountain and, and so they don't have to go home right away because you you make this friendship you bond with the other the other uh, ALS families because this is a family disease it's not just the yes. person with ALS the entire I, family is affected I'd like to bring up how important this is now he did not necessarily want to mention his name but we have someone who could not speak English they knew German and they knew Spanish they were terminal they were on he would he was determined to go to switzerland to commit suicide because he there he could commit suicide legally his wife said no i'm not taking you and nobody's driving you and he had no movement <laughs> yeah, he couldn't drive so he couldn't go anywhere <laughs> and he was very very frustrated so he went online just looking at various different things stumbled across our healingals.org website did not know english had the Google Translate translated all back into English. To Spanish. No, he translated to Spanish. Because that was his speaks, first language. He speaks German and Spanish. He translated to Spanish and then started doing some of the modalities that he's learned from these others that were recovering. Well, and then on top of that, he did his own research. So like he started yeah. out with what did all these people, there were 20 reversals we had listed. Actually, mm-hmm. we still have 20, but we know of like a ton more. Now we have to, we're doing a new website. So there are many oh, more reversals so many than more. are on the website. Yes. Uh, but he then took it to the next level. He kept doing research. He said, wow, this is science, a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. And he just researched on his own and added a bunch of modalities and came up with his, his own. own journey. And we tell people you, this is your own personal journey of healing. What works for someone else may not necessarily work for you, but the combination of two or three people with their modalities may work for you. Well, what, so, what role does trauma play in developing a, a lot. neurodegenerative oh my. disease? Oh, Huge. my. We actually have emotional trauma um, specialists that will be there at the conference also. Because let me tell you, when you harbor and you, it's like, um, I can show you a picture of a raging lion 
and I can show you a picture of a butterfly. So even down to the smallest mitochondrial level in your body, you are in defense mode. And when you're in defense mode and full of fear, you're not accepting nutrients. You're not accepting your, your whole body is in defense mode. But when you get in a meditative state, that parasympathetic, just relaxing and enjoying, you're able to absorb nutrients so much better. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you you're either in detox better too. You're actually able to sweat better in a sauna when you're not in defense. I want to tell her Abby's story. Oh, so every moment oh. of every day, you are either on the positive side of the hill or the negative side, which means if you're thinking a positive thought in that second, a hopeful thought, a grateful thought, um, a, a forgive, any, any positive. positive emotions, you are then in healing mode. Yes. And every time you are frustrated, angry, you haven't forgiven someone, you're resentful, you're judgmental, you are then in disease mode. And so do you want to promote your healing or do you want to promote your disease? And the ALS, especially, but all these neurodegenerative diseases, you need to be on the positive side of the map, ideally 99% of the time. And 99. once in a while you can cry. I don't care, but get it over get with over. and then get back over to the positive side. Yeah, I mean, that's really easy to have a pity party when Very you easy. are oh. ill, you, know, you can't move, you're dementia, yep. you're you get caught you're, up with others in that pity party. You're told it's incurable. You told there's nothing they can do. Just go home to die. And so many people oh, believe yeah. that that's the problem. They yeah. go to their doctor. They're told that they believe that there's nothing that they can do. And so a lot of people don't everything. understand stress, stress, constant stress, stress will actually bring those cortisol levels up, which deteriorate your magnesium and bring them down. And when we see that in ALS patients, all of a sudden they're cramping their fasciculations. All of that goes back when they get stressed. And they're breathing. It depletes your vitamin C, it depletes your magnesium, it depletes your selenium. I mean, this is nuts. Your most vital nutrients, you're depleting them. Yeah, so you've got to, I think the stress management, a clear emotional block. So we have several speakers talking about emotions. Yeah, it's Evie. very important. Yeah. And one of them is Evie McDonald, who's actually a reversal. She's actually a PhD. She's um, she was a nurse originally. She had her master's in public health and yes. she was diagnosed at the age of 29. This was back in the 80s. Was- and one of the things that Evie did is for at the first six months, she said she was in so in the medical model. I mean, she was in the medical model. She ran the department. Mm-hmm. She was a very, no, I don't know whether she ran, but she was very high up, uh, up in the department. And uh, she just believed everything from medical school and nursing school. And right. that was it. And, and she, she was said, diagnosed. She was in a wheelchair within four weeks. And Ugh. planned her funeral, and everything. The doctor said, plan to die within a year. And mm-hmm. so she planned to die within a year. Mm-hmm. And at six months in, she was, she was in a wheelchair and she pretty much couldn't move. And someone basically kidnapped her and said, you need to look at life here. And well, she they kidnapped took- her. They took her up on a mountain in Tucson, Arizona and said, look at this beautiful sunset. You have so much to live for. And it totally changed. It just, everything just switched. And, you know, they give her a glass of wine. So you <laughs> just relax. Okay. You don't, you don't, don't, don't focus on dying. Focus, focus on, living. on living. And she kind of, that was just amazing that these friends just like kidnapped her and did it. And she was kicking and screaming, leave me alone. I'm going to die. And uh, they kind of rescued her, but then she rescued herself because she yeah. said, wow, I have been so focused on dying the past six months. So the next six months, since I'm, since I'm going to die in a year anyway, mm-hmm. because her progression was so quick. They said she was going to die in a year anyway. She said, I am going to live the best six months of my life. And what do I need to do to do that? But the key, the key was 
she started appreciating and loving herself. She looked in the mirror and said, this body that I've hated for so long, I love my body now. I'm going to make a difference. And when she started making the small gains, those small gains turned into bigger gains through love, through loving herself. And it wasn't easy. So she, it took a month. It was, it wasn't, it was not a fast process um, when you hate how you look. So she said, well, let me focus on the positive because that's what I've got to do. And she, she read a bunch of books too, from, uh, from some of these very uh, famous authors that were writing back in the, in the early eighties. And so she, in the late seventies, so she got a lot of information from there. So she said, you know, I've got great hair. Mm-hmm. Might not like the rest of my body, but I've got great hair. So let me focus, focus on my on hair. So I'm going to focus like. on my hair and I'm going to ignore everything else about my body that I don't like. Let me focus on this gorgeous head of hair that I had. And she was 30 years old. So she had great hair. And she can tell her story on healingals.org on Sunday recording. She can tell her story herself. And we want people to come to the conference. So what she's doing at the conference is going to be here at at the the conference. conference. You can give her a hug, show up, and she can tell you her story personally. But the other thing that I thought was so important about her story is that she realized that every time she thought of a negative thought, wow, my muscles are now, look at my muscles just got tight. Mm-hmm. So, and every time she thought a positive thought, well, wow, you know, my breathing's better. I can feel now. I, I like she noticed every second that she was thinking a negative thought. She noticed it. She just figured it out on her own. We can teach people that to start noticing it, but she noticed it on her own and said, well, why would I think a negative thought, which makes my body feel worse? When instead I can think a positive thought, which makes my body feel better. Why would I endure this cramping? Figured it out. Why would I endure this cramping when I don't need to? Mm -hmm. Because the cramping happens every time I think of a negative thought. My breathing gets worse every time I think a negative thought. So why would I think a negative thought? She realized that she had been resentful. Every time she thought a judgmental thought, oops, she would feel it in her body. Wow. I guess I not need to be stopped mm-hmm. judging people. And then she hadn't forgiven people. You know, when you're judgmental, you're judgmental on yourself as well. Mm-hmm. But she was very angry at people. And like so, one of the things that we teach people is Byron Katie, who has, you know, he says, yeah, you've got your business, you've got the other person's business, and there's God's business. And when you think about it, lightning strikes your house and it burns down guess what? That's God's business. That has nothing to do with you or anybody else. How you react to it is your business. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're mad at this person because you've got ALS and you can't move and they're not responding quick enough, well, guess what? How fast they respond is 100% their business and you can't control it. How you react to them moving a little slower than you would like is your business. So you can choose to say, I'm impatient because I'm waiting for my drink of water and I can't move. Or you can choose to be so grateful that this person is getting your drink of water. And even if it takes her five minutes, guess what? Be grateful she's bringing me a glass of water. Be grateful that I'm still living in my own house. Be grateful that she's still here to help take care of me. And that is a whole different ballgame. Totally changes you can live in gratitude and appreciation. Shifts. Or you can live in frustration and anger. Paradigm yeah. shift. And it's a choice. And it's so important to people who want to heal. And the people that are able to make that choice are going to. And Evie McDonald, since she's a very scientific person, an analytic person, is going to be presenting this to the medical doctors and to the patients on, I think she's speaking on Saturday. Yeah. And she's going to be presenting that. It's and this is the science place. behind the emotions. And this is why a medical doctor, you cannot ignore emotions. And so we're trying to get neurologists to come on board. We're trying to get 
practical. A lot of functional medical doctors are not that comfortable dealing with emotions. They're it, still it, dealing with would, the pathogens, exactly. the viruses, the infections, the uh, the nutrients, the diet, the supplements, but they're ignoring the emotions and they need, that needs to be part of their practice. Yeah. It needs yeah. to be a part they need of an expert science. in their practice on yeah. coaching people with emotions. And so we have some emotional coaches speaking at the we conference. We have numbers, as well. we have results, we have, they need to understand this is science and it needs to be a part of their practice. I really think in the short future that basically the paradigm is going to shift and the standard of care for ALS it's, will it's change. change. Yes, it's going to change. It will change. And we, you actually on Saturday, you ne- do not want to miss Saturday. The conference, even if you're watching it online, is that um, and, and look, we encourage people to get there in person. Some people cannot move. They cannot make it. And so we are actually planning to stream it for free online. Yes. So people can oh, watch great. it online. Go to healingalsconference.org a few days before the conference. We're not really publicizing it, but your yes. audience will publicize we're, we're it. We're planning on it. We're trying to get it to work. <laughs> and uh and Doing so, most of this ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and um, my actually, I don't really got a coupon code for the conference. What I did, oh. I think we cre- did. We create a coupon code for you. If not, we'll uh, do it. I'm right not after. sure, but you, yeah, you create just say one, and then we'll... I think Myers Detox, whatever it is. Okay, is Myers yes. Detox is, okay? Is that, is yes, Myers true? Detox is fine. Well, we're going to do Myers creative. Detox. It'll be fifty dollars off. So if anybody wants okay, to come great. to the conference at the last minute and can figure out a way to get there, use the Myers Detox coupon code, and you will get fifty dollars off. Oh, I have it here. No, it's it's just the word Myers. Oh, Myers. Myers. Is that okay? Yeah, M Y E R S. That's what I have. Okay, Myers. Maybe I'll create a second one with Myers. You have both of them. Yeah, just do both <laughs> Myers or Myers Let's Detox. That'll get you there. Myers or Perfect. Myers Detox. Okay. You will get a you get a code for that. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. And, and so uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Dr. Lee Cowden, because I, I personally believe he's one of the most brilliant physicians uh, in the U.S. today or the world. And um, he's just he's fascinating. And I love how his mind works. And so what were some of the resolutions or the things to address ALS that, that he was discussing? Well, Several. I can give you some, but at the conference, I want to tell you, he's going to do one presentation on a Lyme because he's one of the foremost Lyme experts in the world, most of our pals have Lyme. Yeah, probably ninety-five percent. Especially have also know, have Lyme in addition to ALS. So that's one talk. But what was suspects. really interesting about Dr. Kevin, I said, I said to him, I said, what would be your favorite topic to speak on on the conference? So all of this knowledge that he's been accumulating over the past forty years, right. and he knows and everything about everything. He's amazing. Yeah. And I said, what is your number one topic? He said, how to heal emotional blockages, the emotional mm. blockages, the healing. Oh, wow. And I was blown away. And I thought, wow. I was like, this is coming wow. from Dr. Lee Cowden himself. I yeah. Like, and he's Whoa. got all the physical tools on the planet. You know what I mean? Yes. Ta- so when when he did that, that podcast, he talks about correcting vitamin deficiencies. He talks about diet, why you don't want to eat gluten and dairy exactly. um, and most grains. It's inflammatory. He talked about just all these little tiny gems because to heal ALS, you probably need to do about about 30 you things have to fill your toolbox you you've got to do yes. about 30 and you can't do them all at yeah. once so you know you figure out which maybe even 50 things mm-hmm. but you might be doing 10 or 20 things at once and then you might add a few things and you might okay i'm done with this i'm gonna you know t- back off on this and do this creating your personal journey of healing mm-hmm. and it's not the same as another pals that may be on a different protocol so that's what you're doing. You're actually feeling it out. And science doesn't usually work that way. Science says, eliminate everything else and let's just focus on one thing 
at a time and try to get, you're not going to heal that way with ALS. Yeah. I don't care how many clinical trials you're doing. I don't care how many, I mean, it's going to be tough. We had one ALS reversal with this LRA and a lot of functional doctors are doing the LRA test. It's called the lymphocyte reaction yes. assay, but they're only doing it with like 260 things. If you've got ALS or a neurodegenerative disease, you want to do the whole 512 items. 500. If you're not doing the 512 items, you, you're, you're missing, miss, you could be missing something missing that is half. interfering with your healing. Yes. So basically this particular person did an LRA with the 512, 39 items he was reacting to, mm -hmm. including chicken. I know, including raspberries. Who would have ever, ever thought? Raspberries? And like, now uh, he's down to like nine things. Because if you stay away from the things for a year, you will not. The body will it will, will stop itself. reacting to it. So yeah. these are not allergic reactions. Allergic reaction, you can tell. They're you have different. an allergic reaction, you're going to get a rash, you're going to feel lower energy, your stomach's going to hurt, there's going to be some sort of a reaction, but the assay picks up things you usually, can react between. This is some of your most favorite foods. That you a lot eat of times you're eating a lot, yeah. Right. Eating consistently, and your body is actually saying no. Yeah, and you can react to that between like three hours and ten days. No. So, how ten days around down the road are you going to find out that you reacted something ten days? You're never going to figure out what right. food it is. So, the LRA test, um, even though it's a pricey test, it's worth doing because it will grab. Uh, it turns out I did one. Onions? Well, Onions. Whoever would have thought. Onions. Onions. Are you kidding? <laughs> I cook with them all the time. <laughs> I can't eat any day, but certainly not day. Way, um, way onions. Would be, you know, so yeah. you don't think of that all dairy. Um, whoever thought right. would have would have thought. You know, and, and there were a few other little quick, things. It's what you least expect. What's what you least expect? Oh, cane sugar. That's right. Cane sugar. Who? Now I can have yeah. honey. As a sweetener, I can have maple syrup as a sweetener. I can have xylitol, but I can't have cane sugar. You have so you know stevia, how many things that, uh, yeah, who knows? And stevia I can have, but no cane sugar. So who would have ever thought about that? And I slowly, I've only been following this diet for about two months now, but I'm going to tell you, I can feel the difference. Mm -hmm. staying away from these foods. Amazing. And I, you know, since I'm not allergic to anything, I would have never known it. I've never yeah. would have known. And it's never. amazing how, how many different ways the immune system can go awry with uh, reacting to healthy foods or, you know, and also when it becomes so overloaded with Lyme and infections and parasites and funguses and candida and whatnot, that it just, like you said, there's one more thing that happens, a stressor or something, and just the whole house of cards fall and you can- Oh, and mango. Off. I was doing the oh, medical mango medium, juices. mango banana smoothies, really? right? For my thyroid. <laughs> and I guess, I'm well, obviously I'm not doing those anymore because I am I am sensitive to mango. So all I have to do is say, oh, all mango known? for a year yes. and and I should be out. Now they say six months, but I'll tell you with ALS or any other, just, just do it a year. Make those sure mango smoothies was one of her favorites. I loved my yes. mango smoothies because you could put greens <laughs> in them and I was putting, adding spinach and adding, you know, it was yeah. great. So I was adding spirulina and all this stuff. Sometimes but, it's what you do on a regular basis, consistency, okay. and you reach a point to where your body's actually saying no more. And then Dr. Cowden says, don't eat the same foods every day. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because right. you can develop a sensitivity. So you know what? Eat them every third or fourth day rather than every day, eat at worst every other day. So we you can develop so sensitivity. So that's another piece of advice that I've now been following. Well, I had this food that day. I'm not doing that again. Well, I know here in the States, we are not getting our nutrients from our foods. Oh, yeah. It's because of the soils. Back in the old days, they used to rotate their crops. 
They used to have a variety. They used to mix up the soils. Now we're pretty much industrialized doing the same thing on the same soil year after year after year. And it's depleted of minerals. And so you sometimes, that's why we say you have to have at least a mineral supplement or making sure that you get the right nutrients so your body can have those building blocks to heal. Yeah, we found one actually. She 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 had been drinking uh, reverse osmosis water, thinking because their water is not great where they live, and she think that was fine. I said you need to take a mineral supplement. Yes, and as soon, she she actually phoned us within a couple of weeks. Oh. She said I cannot believe how much better I feel, <laughs> and and it. again they were mineral. She and her husband were mineral yeah. deficient. Because if it's straight reverse osmosis, it's taking the minerals out too. Taking oh, yeah. Back. yeah, that's and such a huge problem. A very simple issue that so many people have, especially they're chronically ill, they just don't think about it. It's the simplest, most basic thing. Your body doesn't work without minerals, period. Yep. Yes. And and our, and our soils are mineral depleted. I mean, we learned in kindergarten, you rotate your crops, crops every seventh year, you leave it. Right. Fella, you never grow the same crop on the same soil. And now they're doing it all the time. Yes. And they're just adding fertilizer. So they look really nice. That tomato looks great. But no nutrients. <laughs> but it doesn't have the nutrients that it had 50, 100 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we yeah, need any, supplements, unfortunately. Anything else that Dr. Lee Cowden recommends? Oh, a variety of so things. Many uh, things. Definitely. Oh. He recommended the far infrared sauna. He's talked about, we talked that. about that. He's talked about EMF protection. That was oh, a big that's one, a big one. EMF protection on your phones. There's this thing that's called the safe, um, what is it safe called? Sleeve, the, the I think. Safe sleeve for your phones because your phones are constantly giving you EMF radiation in your hands, put it up to your head. And it's very important. That was uh, one of the main things that he actually said is the new focus. This is going to be looking into the future. Yeah, and and then and he- using a smog meter when you're close to that 5G, when you're close to you can measure or where you are. And we have we we traveled 26 states across the United States visiting pals, neurologists, medical physicians, and therapists. And basically, we I think were we've coming done about across 40 the, by now. 40 states. Did we went 40, another different trip. Yeah, yeah but you did at least 40 we probably, states. I think we might have even trip. hit the lower 48, actually. Yeah, the whole <laughs> lower time, 48. We've done it over the years. But um that we, last year we did 26. That we, was <laughs> we were finding Wi-Fi units right next to their computers where they would sit and work for eight hours a day and this that made such a dip to remove that away from your body get a smog meter test see what is giving you those radiation effects to your cells yes, yes it's yes, amazing yes. what you find out so it's all these little things i mean it kind of has it depends on where you are but he actually sleeps with a, like a tent like emf tent at night so at least eight hours a day he is completely emf free yes so no matter what you know you and and so though these are the things that just all these little things add up mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's, we need him to sleep in that tent to keep that big brain working <laughs> yeah. yes, he's amazing yeah. isn't he amazing <laughs> he, he is, is. he is he so actually special. Yeah, I was working with Dr. Mercola doing a bioenergetic program called Nest Health. And then Dr. Mercola got Dr. his personal physician is Dr. Lee Cowden, got him interested in it. And they both came to a Nest Health bioenergetic conference Beautiful. to do a training. So I met him and hung out with him for a few days. And it was it was amazing. I love that guy. Um, so what is your biggest so challenge? Lucky to have him. By the way, yes. we do eat for free. On Wednesdays, oh, once you join the Healing our, ALS community, mm-hmm. you're going to find out about this stuff. Part of our physicians but now. he is now part of our physician's advisory team. Great. 
Perfect. And Amazing. we're working to, uh, believe me, all these doctors that have reversals are getting together and yes. because mm -hmm. their goal is first to get it up to 50% reversal and then get it up to over 90% reversal. That's the goal. Wow. It's a big goal, and but it's happening. It is. It's actually, and we're actually making a lot strides. Of it, yeah. And a lot of his belief too, like they're mm -hmm. going to, the physicians that come are going to meet 10 people who have reversed ALS walking around. Most people have never even met one ALS exactly. reversal. Imagine coming to the conference and talking to 10 and finding out what they did, like just talking to them one on one. What was your secret? What is that? That's, that's invaluable in itself. That's invaluable. It's the hallway and the level of belief from both the doctors and the ALS families when you see this number of people mm -hmm. walking around and then you talk to them and like, wait a minute, they're normal people. And you get they're just like me. Caregivers. You get I mean, to talk a lot the, of these people, so um, you know, barely graduated from high school and you're like, yeah. wait a minute, they reversed ALS. Others have gone to college. Others have advanced degrees, but it's a whole gamut. Regular people are healing from ALS. Right. And so, so where can people find you, learn more about your work and support you and attend the conference? I think healingalsconference.org is the best place right now until after the conference. Once the conference is, is is finished, we will be then redirecting people to our site. But I think right now, focusing on the conference until the conference is over is also, also we have something so special. We're going to announce on October 1st, there's a couple oh. things. October 1st is the is the Healing ALS registry. And it is going to be officially rolled out. We have about 100 people working on the prototype right now. So Nobody's ever been able to prove that functional medicine works, right? right. They, they, we know, the you know, it works. Know All it. the integrated physicians works. know it works, yes. but we've but never be been able to documented. prove it. We are actually documenting. There's a, a way for them to actually put every vitamin they're taking. If they're doing mm -hmm. yoga, if they're doing acupuncture, if they're doing meditation every day, they will actually be able to write their entire list of, of protocols oh, wow. as well as take these absolute tests. Like the ALSFRS has, score has been used in for the last 20 oh, years at least yes. in measuring progression. So we know that on average, the people in our audience, the people that go holistic are um, are slowing down their progression. Mm -hmm. There's a percentage reversing, a percentage of stabilized, but we know we that 70% of them are slowing down. down. We've never been able to prove it. So if you do nothing, you're going to lose an ALS FRS point per month. You're going to lose and you're going to be have down to zero in four years on average. Uh, yes. Some people go go faster. Some people go slower. But on average, we will be able to prove that the average decline in our audience is significantly slower. Mm -hmm. We yeah, don't know how much slower, but maybe it's one point every four months. Right. Maybe it's one point every six months. It's one point. Every, either it's way, it's better than so much slower than industry. It's, and it's, it's better amazing. than every clinical trial out there. And we Everyone, will be able to prove it, it I mean, by oh, the wow. end of 2023. So, so our goal is to get 500 to 1000 people with ALS in the registry by the end of 2022. So that by the end by of 2023, it, it, yeah. researchers, medical professionals will be able to look at the, what they're doing. And they, we will prove that this works. They will have, a guide. They will have that, a, that, that, that this is be. it's a combination of fifty things. You're never going to be able to do a clinical trial on fifty things because that's not what it takes. And fifty I have no different doubt things that for each people. It will be in a peer-reviewed journal. It will be published. The, the volume it will speak for itself. We've got these wonderful medical doctors like Dr. Lee Cowden and these other medical professionals that are speaking. Uh, Dr. Cliff Fletters, that Dr. Dan. Oh, uh, oh we have so it's, many. It's a, it's uh, go to the conference, it's, and we don't even have them all listed well on the website over yet. Twenty-eight, I think. Uh, <laughs> so. Anyway, oh, wow. the point is, yeah, we 
have that are going to be 26 that I last. We have summer. quite a few. We have a, it's 30. Mm-hmm. I think we have over 30 medical professionals that are going to be Maybe at the conference. Now. Yes. I mean, a lot they, of them like, like they keep probably, wanting to jump. Yeah, in. So yeah, they keep jumping in. So we <laughs> maybe we'll get to be 40 or 50 by the time we get to the conference, but it's a big deal because we want these people to come and learn mm-hmm. about, about what, you know, how to do. Cause again, if you only have an ALS patient, patient walk in your door every 10 years, and then you get one, you need to, you need to learn as much as you can about how to deal with that. And it's going to help you with every single neurodegenerative patient Absolutely. you have. And, and your meeting contacts there at the conference. Now you have someone that you can call. You have someone that you, I mean, it's amazing. The, 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 the talk in the hallways of these conferences, it's a conference <laughs> in itself. It's just amazing. Yeah. So it's before we have, a, we have lunch, you've got an hour over lunch. You've got an hour before, you know, eight to nine, all the tables are going to be there with all the machines. Then we've got also an hour, um, uh, hour to after the, you know, after we close that, that people just hang out in the hallways um, and then all between the breaks between. So it's, I think as, as important as the actual actual information at the conference it's really the hallways that you can't you can't get you can't, yeah. you can't you get anywhere can't. else i mean i know i talked to one that's yes i'm coming for the scuttlebutt yeah. <laughs> I said, what <laughs> yes because yeah it's it's that one thing you talked that wow you did that wow mm-hmm. i would it wasn't in any of the talks but mm-hmm. it's the one thing that might turn you around it might be that last straw or maybe you'll get three or four or five things that might be your last straws because everybody is different Different genetics, yes. different environment, different the, emotional history, right? One of the biggest things that touched my heart in our last conference that we put on in 2019 was um, McFinn going up to an individual in his wheelchair and said, I remember when I was just like you. Turn this over, make your head over here this way, do this, do that. Just the little things right there on the spot that he was talking to him, that he was so grateful to feel better instantly with the little things that he did. Now, these should be your next step and your next step and your next step. I was exactly the way you were and exactly how my wheelchair was. And you know what made me it's cry? amazing. It was, yeah, it really- I gotta that tell was, him one more was, thing. It's so, so, it's so touching. Mark Manchester is coming to the conference and we were at his house. We visited him because he went from not being able to, he did a, he did a Sunday webinar on how to have fun when you can't move, eat, breathe, or speak. Right. And now he's walking a mile each way on the beach. Oh, and there's a bubblegum video and we'll put that maybe maybe we'll put that one but, but maybe a couple of the videos yeah. in your in your thing but they should go to healingls.org to get more but he's coming and we were at his house uh, last october about a year ago and we had a bunch of pals people in the area mm-hmm. divorced uh diagnosed with als and, and they came and there was a one woman who was leaving and he said let me take care of it i can tell you exactly how to this help her into the car how you get into a car you have to, it's all the little things. It's all these little things. And he, Amazing. here's somebody who healed from ALS, helping someone else who's in the middle of her journey right now, I get back like, in a car properly. I was, Tish, where's my camera phone? <laughs> I have to take video of this. And, this and it was just, I, I just, I just wanted to cry because here he was unable to move. And now he's helping someone else get from a wheelchair into their car the correct way and showing the caregiver, this is how you have to do it because this is what she's feeling right now. And the caregiver going, oh my, that's so much easier. I never knew. Yeah. I mean, these are the things that are not taught, you know, when you're out, when you, when you have your diagnosis, it's pretty much okay. You have two to five years to live. 
go home, make yourself comfortable. Most conferences are about ALS awareness, ALS fundraising, ALS machines and therapies to make your quality of life more comfortable. Yeah. This is one of the rarest that you will get on actually healing ALS. Amazing. Actually healing Amazing. those who have healed. It's fantastic. It's, well, mm-hmm. guys, thank you so much for coming on the show and everyone listening, go to healingalsconference.org. Um, you, that's where you can learn all the information about attending this amazing conference. And I want to thank you guys. You're so passionate about this and uh, you guys are, uh, it just really shines through. I just, I love your energy and your, your passion and enthusiasm for helping others in the way that you're doing. So we actually love what you do also. Yeah, and we oh, have thank Sunday you. webinars. So every Sunday, believe it or not, we actually do a free webinar um, mm-hmm. on, and, and uh, Healing Alice, and we just give free information out okay. to ALS families. And we have families that come every Sunday, and they said, I do this instead of church. We do it in the afternoon, so it won't be interfere with church. <laughs> but he said, this is, I get more out of this because every single Sunday I feel renewed because you are in the in the company of a couple of hundred pals and we're hoping after the conference this will be a thousand pals who come Mm -hmm. on sundays because it's free there's no reason not to Mm -hmm. and they are in the company of other people that are still fighting this fight and they're getting inspired by by medical professionals and by people who have, have, have succeeded in the fight and who are succeeding. Hey, guess what? I just got finger movement back. Exactly. You know how inspiring how inspiring that is? Yes. Or I just got rid of my drop foot. Wow. And it's we, huge. Now we well, I can move my head again. Some people just get their neck strength back, and so they're not going like this. On anymore. our national tours, we visit most of these folks at our at their homes, and we remember when they were like this, and to see them on a Zoom video waving to us it's with amazing. joy and happiness. Some now back driving again. Oh yeah, there's a couple it people is, driving it, again. It's joy. It's, it's huge. joy. And how can we not be passionate when we see these strides like yes. this? We, yes. we see these gains in functionality that just totally improves our quality of life. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, again, guys, check out healingalsconference.com. And, dot, org. Uh, uh, dot org. I'm sorry. So again, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I'm Dr. Wendy Myers. So thanks for tuning in to this show every week. Uh, I just want to inspire you guys to get that, that little crumb, that little clue that could help, you know, help you meet your health goals. So thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you Thank guys you, next week. We appreciate all the work you do as yes. well, but getting this Thank information you. out because these people would not be getting better if it weren't yeah. for people like you. That's, That's right. that is how they've got the pieces of the puzzle that they need to heal themselves. So we're very so excited. Thank about you what so you much. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank you. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.